Hey, hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. I'm your host, Rose Caraway. Once again, Big Daddy is not here. He is out slaying them damn dragons. Uh, it's another dream time episode. And so that means it's just you and me and me reading from my dream journal. I have two dreams that I want to read to you guys today. They were consecutive dreams. Uh, I had one one morning and then I had the the next one the next day. Uh, and I actually, I just got up from some, some actual dream time um, moments ago. So I might sound a little, <laughs> I might have that like sleepy voice. Um, and just as a reminder, I'm reading to you directly from my journal. They are just as raw going to you as they were coming to me. And they are unedited. They are unfiltered. So if my kitty cat comes to the door meowing, you might get some of that. If I flub a word, I'm gonna leave it. I just want this to be as live of an experience and as raw as an experience as I can. That's part of like what I'm giving to you guys. Our regular Cam Q episodes are highly polished. You know, I've I've flubbed things, <laughs> and we don't want them in there for you, uh, for a reason. You know, we don't want distractions. But that's not what these Dreamtime episodes are about. They're they're about me. Well, I'm raw dogging you. Remember, although this time I'm giving you two dreams, and Big Daddy described it as, "Oh, you're you're gonna pit roast people, <laughs> or spit roast people." <laughs> So that's what I'm doing. I'm spit roasting you guys. And of course, when you spit roast, it's 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 raw, right? <laughs> you're really you're yeah, you're doing things for real, man. All right. Um you can't hide from it. So I'm going to read to you the second dream first. And it just so happens that this second dream is Christmas themed and it featured one of my good friends. So on the fly, I have to change her name. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it might slow me down in my delivery. I don't know. Uh, but I don't want to change anything in this book. Like, uh, I, I want to keep this as, as like true to, to you as it is to me, except for when it comes to people's names that are friends and family. <laughs> There's also famous people in this dream. And I'm leaving them in. So there you go. All right, let's get to it. I might be rambling a little bit. I just woke up. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is a dream that's untitled. I had it on October 15th, 2023. Gigi and I were at the skating ring. It was Christmas time, and we were participating in a costumed skate-off type thing. There were two teams and she and I were waiting in the stands for the first team to do their thing. Many people were already skating, but their costumes were boring. Gigi and I knew that ours weren't, though. We were waiting as patiently as we could, but then we noticed there's quite the hubbub below and to the left, near the front entrance. Two men have shown up, and many people know who the men are, but Gigi and I couldn't tell. The men were wearing hoodies, so we could only see a small portion of their faces. 
the men put on roller skates, and just before they go into the ring, they remove their hoodies in grand fashion, and Gigi and I squeal. They are Leonardo DiCaprio and Kevin Bacon. Immediately, Gigi and I have our favorites. She's head over heels hot for Leonardo. I've got Kevin Bacon sizzling in my veins. People in the ring and waiting in the stands have gone nuts with cheers. Everyone is thrilled to have these two men here tonight. It's such a shocker to me and Gigi. We don't understand why they're even here, but we don't dwell on the why. We're here for a good time, and the night at the skating ring just got a whole lot more interesting. Leonardo and Kevin Bacon are skating it up, and it's a wonderful sight. The men clearly have talent to spare. But when Kenny Loggins comes on, the entire building loses its mind. What a gift this was! If we were all forced to go home, nobody would have been disappointed. How could we? The announcer comes on and practically dares the second skating group to follow Kevin Bacon's foot loose. I look at Gigi, and for the first time, we're actually a little worried. How can we possibly follow that up? What was the answer back? I look at Gigi, and I tell her, we already have our answer. We came prepared, appropriately prepared. She was nervous, but I was excited. We hugged in the stands before heading back to the dressing rooms. The crowds were still riled up from Leonardo and Kevin Bacon's performance. But before Gigi and I ducked behind the curtain, we wanted to be sure that Leonardo and Kevin Bacon stayed for the next round. They were surrounded by lusty fans, but they didn't seem to mind. They found good spots up front and sat down. Gigi and I practically screamed. We were giddy. Getting dressed was challenging. Gigi began to feel self-conscious about her weight. I told her she was sexy and highly desirable to most men. She felt better, and I handed her our box of props. We laced up our skates and finally heard the buzzer. It was time. We threw on our Christmas caroling capes and carefully made our way down the stairs to the ring. I took the props box from Gigi and set it just inside the ring. Our group of skaters was very, very small. Most of our team had apparently chickened out after the Kevin Bacon performance. For the first time, I started to feel a bit nervous. Christmas music begins, and Gigi and I skate slowly around the ring. Eventually, we remove our capes and reveal our costumes. We are wearing Christmas teddies with panties that say Santa's Little Helper. We're also wearing knee pads designed to look like peppermint candies. We're each wearing pigtails with curly ribbons. Our teddies are red and green. I'm wearing green. Gigi is in red. The crowd hoots and hollers as we make our way around the ring to Santa Baby. 
we go to our props box and each grab handfuls of little candy canes to throw into the audience. Gigi and I get playful. We tease the audience while skating forwards and backwards in cute little circles. Then we tear away our teddies to reveal bikini tops, also with peppermint candy print. The crowd goes nuts as they also finally see what's printed on our panties. Now, I go back to the props box and pull out a giant candy cane. And then Gigi and I skate suggestively around the ring. Now, the knee pads make sense. I decide to be brave and tell Gigi that we should stop in front of Leonardo and Kevin Bacon on our next pass. She agrees, but is very nervous. We come around and both begin to stroke the big candy cane. Then we drop to our knees and begin licking the cane while making direct eye contact with Leonardo and Kevin Bacon. The men are instantly hooked. The song ends, and the crowd gets to their feet. It's obvious that our team was the favorite, carried by me and Gigi. We are given a Christmas tree trophy, and lots of men want our attention. But Gigi and I only have eyes for Leonardo and Kevin Bacon. Both men find us in the crowd and invite us back to their hotel. Gigi and I know what we want, and so do Leonardo and Kevin Bacon. We break off into separate bedrooms. I can hear Gigi and Leonardo, and Kevin and, and Kevin Bacon and I laugh. Still in my costume, I get down on my peppermint knee pads and undo Kevin Bacon's pants. He's wearing light blue jeans and a t-shirt with the sleeves cut off, which delights me to no end. We're pulling off our holiday 80s vibes in the most wonderful of ways. There were no rules stated for the skate-off, and I'm glad Gigi and I decided to have a little fun. Kevin Bacon's sugar plums were glad, too. Okay, so that was like, <laughs> that was a fun, I would call that a romp. And, um, you know, there's there's a little lack of cohesiveness in there. Like I, I go in and out of like proper point of view, <laughs> but I don't care. It's a dream. It's not about being proper grammatically and all of that junk. Uh, so, you know, it was fun. And if I were to make that dream a KMQ episode, I would probably just get rid of Leonardo and Kevin Bacon. Sadly, Kevin Bacon. Um, you know, they're expendable. <laughs> but I would definitely keep this holiday skate-off theme going. Certainly the costumes, I would elaborate on those. And I think what I would do is I would like give to you guys in this story. I would feed you more of that that give and take uh, on, of the performance as I was skating around with my friend uh, that back and forth between the audience, like the teasing, that would be great. That would be marvelous energy that I would play with. And then um, maybe I would eventually like do this daring, you know what? I stripped down to this bikini top. Why not take off the rest? I would probably go that far with that. 
Uh, and as far as sex goes, maybe hmm, that big old candy cane speaks to me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Or or maybe I would meet someone like in their car in the parking lot. Skates on or skates off? Uh, I don't know. It's it's every woman's game. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but that was a fun little holiday themed romp uh, dream that I had. Uh, okay, so let's get to this second one. Uh, and for me, this one is fun too. Uh, <laughs> there's a famous person. There's two famous people in this one as well. One more so than the other. And I've never dreamed of either of these. And well, I'm just going to say it. Uh, this one features Stephen King. And I've never dreamed of Stephen King before. And so that makes this one a little more. When I woke up, I was surprised. My dreams do not surprise me at this point. I am never surprised. I'm, I take them as they come, you know, like I, I accept all of them. This one, I was shocked. How did, I don't know why he suddenly made an appearance other than it being obviously October that I had this dream. So let me turn back a couple pages and uh, I'm just going to get to it. Um, it's not very long. It's a shorty. It's a shorty, but a goodie. I had this dream. It is also untitled on October 14th, 2023. In parentheses, I, I lead off with, this one is crazy. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> Trust me, they get more crazy than this. This one really, truly isn't crazy, other than the fact that Stephen King isn't. <laughs> it's rather tame. Okay, here we go. I was at Stephen King's house, cleaning up after a party. The house was a wreck, and I thought I'd stay behind to help. I felt embarrassed, even though I wasn't the one who tore the place up. I was in Stephen King's room, in fact, sorting through people's belongings, bringing them to the front of the house. People were milling about, just casually waiting for their things. There were items like coats, socks, Game Boys, shirts, and cords for devices. A storm raged outside. There were two very small children at the party, guests' babies. There was a crack of thunder and then a blinding flash of lightning, and the skylight above the two unattended babies came crashing down in shards. I rushed towards the babies, scooped them up. Most of the glass sliced through my back, but the babies cried, too. One, the girl, had blood on top of her head. She was only a few months old. I carefully fished little slivers of glass from her scalp, and Stephen King came over to me. He whispered in my ear that he was truly grateful I was there and had saved the babies. The house began to clear out, but more people came. Stephen King was throwing another party, and I asked him if he needed anything else from me before I went to the doctor. Stephen King said, yes, 
he would be grateful if I could go to the store to get him some potatoes. I said, sure. What kind? He said, powdered. I said, sure, but I didn't have a car, so he sent his son, Joe Hill, to drive me. Stephen King gave me a hug and told me to consider living with him. I smiled in love. I gathered my purse, and Joe Hill and I walked to the store in the storm for a box of powdered potatoes. My cell phone rang. It was a man FaceTiming me. He wanted to do an interview. I could hardly hear him over the storm, but tried to tell him that it really wasn't a good time. Water blurred my screen, and Joe Hill was getting lost. Apparently, only I knew the way to the store. The man on the phone asked if I could just answer one question. He read one of my stories and wanted more details about it. I became impatient then, but Joe Hill started to look at me funny. The man wanted to know about a funeral that I had written about. Was it true? Could I give him answers regarding the meaning of death? At this point, Joe Hill looked at me, asked if I was actually Rose Carraway. I said yes. He was taken aback, couldn't believe that it was me. Then he said it would be an honor if he could give me his demons. Immediately, I hung up the phone and told Joe Hill, yes, I would allow it. Then Joe Hill asked, I'm sorry, then Joe Hill said that his dad would want to do it as well, once he knew who I really was. I said that I would allow that as well. Right there, in the mud and storm, Joe Hill climbed behind me as I lay stomach down in the mud. He pulled out his dick and mounted me. As he huffed behind me, while he penetrated me, demons and semen entered my body. I never felt more alive. I couldn't wait to bring Stephen King his powdered potatoes and for him to give me his demons. So there you go. (laughs) There's my Stephen King dream. (laughs) I don't know what it would have been like to get pounded by Stephen King. And I'm kind of glad, I think, that that didn't occur in the dream, that it was just Joe Hill. (laughs) Not just, you know, he's a great writer, too. Um, Very much uh, on par with his dad. But, (laughs) whoa, can you imagine Stephen King saying, hey, can I give you my demons? Um, the answer is yes, emphatically yes. Let me just bend over right here. I don't know why I need to take them <laughs> doggy style, but that's the way I would do it, I guess. <laughs> that's the proper way to take demons, right? <laughs> oh my God. This dream surprised me to no end. Um, it felt like, uh, like kind of an honor. Like, I don't know. It was so weird. Uh, So if I were to make this dream a KMQ episode, would I leave the kings in it? Oof, good question. Probably not. Just out of respect for Stephen King. I, 
you have to understand, I don't know, if you're a longtime listener of the show, like, this man has influenced my life um, powerfully. I will just say powerfully. I've read almost all of his books. Not all of them, sadly, but almost. Um, yeah, I would probably take him out. And instead, the biggest part of this story was taking the demons. It, yes, from who mattered, but for a story's sake, uh, it would I would probably become like some sort of I think I would make myself myself some sort of like erotic Constantine, right? Like he exercised demons, but would I like <laughs> would I okay, I'm going to exercise your demons, but we have to fuck in order for that to happen. And I also have to be, it's got to be doggy style. Like, maybe there's something animalistic about it. Maybe there's something fundamental. Maybe I would, would I investigate, like, like I guess I would have to investigate something, some poignant thing regarding, like, Christianity, maybe. And I would plug that in there. Oh, God. <laughs> I would plug that in there, <laughs> a wink, wink, and and use that. Um, yeah, I think I would make this a very erotic uh, Constantine episode. And maybe what I would do is I would come up with a couple of, uh, you know, maybe three or four different people that I would be going to that I got a call from, or maybe I have an assistant or something. I don't know. Uh, and I would just go to them. I would find them. Uh, or maybe they would find me. Maybe deep. Maybe, dude. Maybe I need demons. Hmm. That's fun. I. I. You know. Yes. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Those nasty little critters. Okay. <laughs> so there you guys go. There's there's two dreams. One a little bit more cohesive than the other. Uh, one that surprised me. Right. The Stephen King one. And one that featured a really good friend, and I did pretty well on the fly, changing her name. Um, and uh, gosh, I think, I don't know, they both were fun. Um, there you go. <laughs> I hope you guys had fun. I hope you stuck around for both of them. And uh, thank you again for joining me for my dream time. Again, this is me just like cracking open the 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 journals that I have, and giving you guys this side of myself, this raw, unedited and unfiltered side. I hope you enjoy it. I'm humbled and joyful and so grateful. You know, we're coming to the end of the year. And this really truly feels my the path I'm supposed to be taking and it was meant to be and so I'm going to keep doing it every week every Monday I'm going to give you guys some dreams of mine um yay this is so much fun uh, okay <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go while the getting's good so as they say uh follow me on Twitter or follow the show at the KMQ or me at Rose Caraway follow Big Daddy too at Big Daddy Dave and um if you guys tweet us, I heart the KMQ, 
we'll give you guys a free audiobook. How's that? Um, hey, also, before I go, if you're looking for a sexy stocking stuffer, we just published an ebook, Erotica for Men and the Women Who Love Them. It's volume two in our anthologies of erotica for men that features male-driven fantasies and eroticism. And uh, both Big Daddy and I edited this one. I pick some stories. He picks some stories. It'll be fun to, if you guys can figure out which ones I chose and which ones he chose. <laughs> uh, but he was a magnificent help with this uh, book that we put together. And so if you're interested, if you want to get your sexy partner or just for yourself an ebook, the audiobook is coming. Um, you know, it's in Amazon right now. It's like six bucks. Uh, get it. Hey, light some candles. Sit down and read it out loud to your partner. That's your guys' sexy time. You know, don't leave it all to me. You know, I'm, I'm a hog for the eroticism. I'll take it. I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> but, you know, get some yourself and have fun. See if they want to read one to you. I don't know. <laughs> all right, you guys, enough plugging away. <laughs> Thank you again for another Dreamtime episode. Love you guys. See you soon. Stupid fish.